0: So today my message is titled, Thank Him for the Blood. Now Some of you are thinking, eesh, have I come to a church of vampires here or what, man? And sometimes people wonder, man, what are these Christians up to with with eating the body and drinking the blood? What kind of people are these, man? Well, they're a bunch of, what do you call those guys that eat people? Cannibals. I am a carnivore. I like meat. (laughs) (laughs) cannibals, you know, but, but it is not, you see, sometimes we use terminology in church, which maybe people aren't familiar with, but the blood of Jesus is, is, is very powerful, and talking about the blood is very important, let me tell you something, not just Christians talk about the blood, you understand, and, and after today, we're going to say a little bit more about the blood of Jesus, but you know what, even, even pagans know that there is power in blood, Okay? Now, the Bible says, without the shedding of blood, there can be no remission of sins. So, for sins to be covered, destroyed, forgiven, whatever, blood needs to be spilled. And even pagans know this. From biblical times, you read that the heathens, they would do human sacrifice. Why? To appease the gods. So their sins would be forgiven and they could have good crops and and have wives and kids and things like that. They knew that blood had to be shed. The problem is a human blood, a human, God has never asked for human sacrifice. Because a sinner, the blood of a sinner cannot cover another sinner. And that's why in the Old Testament God used innocent animals. And that to bring these innocent animals and that blood would cover the sin. Jesus' blood does not cover our sins. We'll see that later. But the an- blood of animals covered their sin. But every year, they had to come back because you know, when, you, when you just cover something, it tends to get <laughs> covered again, doesn't it? So they had to come back every year. Another sacrifice. And they had to lay their hands on this poor, innocent animal while it was slaughtered because of their sin. Guys, we don't understand fully the depth of the seriousness of sin and how it destroys, how it separates us from a holy God. And God is trying to show his people the, the seriousness of the sin problem by having them bring this innocent animal to be sacrificed and its blood, its blood, had to be put on the altar. And then Jesus came. Jesus came. Our scripture today is Revelation 1 4 to 6. Revelation 1, 4 to 6, John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and was and who is to come and from the seven spirits who are before his throne and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead and the ruler over the kings of the earth. Amen. To him who loved us, watch this, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood did you hear that how did your sins get washed away in his own blood and has made us kings and priests To his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Can you say amen to that? Look what he has done for you and for me. Through his death, he has washed us from our sins in his own blood. And that's what we celebrate when you celebrate communion. And every time you celebrate communion, remember this. We remember that his blood has washed us from our sins. Listen, in the natural, in your physical body there that you are living in right now, you cannot do without blood in your body, right? You can have a healthy brain, a healthy bone structure, healthy everything, but if you take the blood out of your body, bye-bye. Huh? You can live without a, an arm or a leg or an ear, but you can't live without blood, man right? You cannot live without blood. Blood carries nutrients to all the parts of your body. It flows through you and carries nutrients to every part of your body. Blood fights disease inside your body. When hojas come, your blood is there. The blood cells are fighting disease. And also, blood carries impurities out of your body. Takes up all that rubbish and carries to organs which then discharge out of your body. Your body carries your identity. Who you are is in your blood. Your DNA is there. And out of your blood, they can find out where you come from, who your ancestors are. They can check if your brother is your brother, if your mother is your mother, if your father is your father. It's all in your blood. You come to the doctor say, oh doctor, I'm feeling fine. Especially as guys, right? When our wives force us to go to the doctor, we come to the doctor. I'm here, but I'm fine, man. There's nothing wrong with me. He says, well, let's find out. Give me some blood. And your blood tells the doctor everything about you. Things that you don't feel. The doctor says, oh, you got a problem, man. I feel fine. Yeah, but your blood. (laughs) Your blood carries your ID, carries knowledge, information about you. Blood is important. But there is another blood even more powerful and important in our lives than our blood. It is the blood that we've remembered this morning. It's the blood of Jesus. Man, we sang earlier on that chorus, nothing but the blood of Jesus. I love that chorus. And there is nothing like the blood of Jesus. There's nothing but the blood of Jesus that can do what it does for us. Did you know that Christians have been singing that chorus Since 1876, yeah, it's been around for a while, for 143 years, Christians have been singing this song in church meetings, camp meetings, crusades, outreaches, cell meetings. We've been singing and declaring this truth that there is nothing like the blood of Jesus. There's nothing but the blood of Jesus that can cleanse us and purify us. It was written by Robert Lowry, a well-known hymn writer, a Baptist minister and professor of Lewisburg University in USA. Now, our blood can take away impurities from our body, but the blood of Jesus can take away our sin. Our blood can fight disease in our bodies, but the blood of Jesus breaks the power of sin over our lives. There is nothing like the blood of Jesus and nothing but the blood of Jesus can set us free from guilt, from sin, from everything that hinders us from being close to God. We need to understand this. We need to embrace this truth. We need to allow this to sink into our consciousness. Thank Jesus for his blood, amen? And this morning I want to talk about three things that the blood of Jesus does for us for which we should be thankful. Now, There are not only three things. There are lots of things. There are many things. But this morning, we're looking only at three. Number one, the blood of Jesus did away with sin. The blood of Jesus, it did away with sin. Hebrews chapter 9, 26, the last part of the verse is, He has appeared once for all at the culmination of the ages to do away with sin by the sacrifice of himself. You see, for for, for centuries, the people were sacrificing animals to cover their sin. They had to do it over and over and over and over and over and over again. But then at the right time, which you cause here at the end, at the culmination, at the right time, Jesus came to do away with sin by the sacrifice of himself. One sacrifice did away with sin completely. You see, that's why the, the, in the olden days, they had to come back every year because blood only covered, but Jesus came to do away. Sin has no power, no authority. We need to understand that, folks. Because, you see, sometimes we are led to believe that sin is so powerful that we cannot help it. You know, we are we are subject. Now, listen. Yes, we are surrounded by sin. But Jesus has broken the power of sin. And he has done away with sin. We are forgiven from sin. And if you are forgiven of sin, we don't have to be slaves to sin. Sin is no longer merely covered up. It has been removed, abolished, done away with. Amen. So every time we take communion, take communion and remember this truth that the blood of Jesus makes you whole. Hallelujah. Jesus died to do away with the sin of whole humanity. Not just yours. All humanity. But people don't know this. And they continue being slaves to sin. That's why I must preach the gospel, the good news. And so we need to realize that all our sin has been dealt with by Jesus before God. Second truth, the blood of Jesus cleanses and goes on cleansing you from all the effects of sin. 1 John 1, 7, end of the verse says, the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If you confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us all our sins, set us free from all iniquities. And so, not only do we get saved and, and our sins are forgiven, but the blood of Jesus continues cleansing us from all sin. The fact that sin has been paid for by Jesus does not mean that we are suddenly. You know, free from sin. We don't sin anymore. No, sin is around us. We're still surrounded. We're in a broken world. Temptation is there. And sometimes we also sin. Now, sin has a corrupting, defiling influence. Even sins committed long ago leave wounds and festering scars in your soul. Before the cross... Before the cross of Jesus, before Jesus came, you would be stuck with the symptoms of sin your whole life. Guilt, regret, disappointment, hurt, stress, fear, anxiety, bitterness, sickness. Before the cross, you'd be stuck with that for your whole life. But now, thank God for the blood of Jesus. Because the blood of Jesus washes away all that dark history. Making you white as snow as it is in Isaiah. Jesus doesn't just do a patch up job. He deals with the root cause by removing our condemnation. The Bible says that our hearts have been sprinkled and our guilty consciences cleansed. When you make mistakes and when we sin, Jesus, the righteous one, intercedes for us and the Holy Spirit convicts us that we are still the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It's not just a new heart, but a whole new life. And so we need to understand this, guys, that the blood of Jesus not only destroyed sin, but cleanses us and continues cleaning us. And so we must be careful if if, if residues of sin, people have hurt us or we have done something stupid and we we carry guilt or or hurt. If that thing lingers on, it's because we have not allowed, we have not understood the power of the blood of Jesus and we have not allowed his blood to cleanse us. I want to do a little illustration to illustrate these two points, especially to the younger people. Those of you between like two and uh, ninety-two? So let's go over here to the table. Okay, this glass with the red cross represents Jesus and the blood of Jesus. This cloth, cloth, glass over here, with dirty water in, with dirt inside, represents what? Sin. Sin spoils. Sin destroys. Check this out. This cloth was over this glass. And look at it. Can you see? How sin spoils. You hang around sin long enough. You don't even have to be involved with it. You get close to it and start doing something. Because sin spoils in it. And this is you. Now God created you to be like this. Nice and clean and pure. And God wants us. Because you see, if you don't look like this, nice and pure, you can't go to heaven. Heaven is a very really clean place. It's a beautiful place. And God only allows... Clean things to go there. And that is why Jesus is clean. He lived on this earth and he did not sin. And that's why he could pay the price for our sins because he was not dirty like us. Now, you see, we might start off very well, nice and clean. But you see, very early in life, we, we, we start being tempted and fall into temptation. And so one day, you know, I want my friend's toy. And so I whack him over the head, you know, to get his toy and I get angry. And so boof, a little bit of sin comes into my life. And then my mommy says, what happened? I say, I don't know. So I lie. And then I see my friends with sweets. I want sweets too. So I get some money. I steal some money. And, and very soon, I'm not so clean anymore, Right. And this is what we look like, because sin spoils, and everybody sins. You know, we cheat, we lie, we steal, in greater or lesser degrees. We get envious, we say bad things about people, we have bad thoughts, you know, we cheat. There are so many things that we do, and every sin kind of spoils us. And we' stuck with this, nothing we can do until the blood of Jesus comes along, because Jesus, he is the one that pays the price for us. And so we come to Jesus, and as we accept him, his blood does something. He comes into our lives, and we start allowing the blood of Jesus to work in our lives. And look what happens. What happened? Sin is gone. You see? That's what the blood of Jesus does. That's what he did with your sins. But you say, but pastor, I I remember, I remember lying. And I remember getting angry and kicking him. And I remember uh, cheating in the exam. And I remember, yeah, you remember. But your sin is gone. Because the blood of Jesus. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. You see? And we need to understand that that's who we are before God. Because as long as we remember our sins, we're going to feel bad about ourselves and guilty before God. And sin keeps on reminding you, you remember what you did. I saw what you did. Look what you did. You say, devil, shut up. Look what Jesus did. And the more you stay with Jesus, and you say, but yeah, but what if I sin again? Or what if you sin again? You see? Because the blood of Jesus cleanses us and keeps on cleansing us from our sin. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Thank Jesus for his blood. Thank you, God, for the blood of Jesus. Amen? Never forget that. Never forget that. Hallelujah. In fact, Jesus swallowed the power of sin. And sin is no more. Amen. (laughs) Sin has been obliterated by the blood of Jesus. So why the heck do we still live under that guilt? We need to understand who we are. And one of the reasons why we don't enjoy that is because of point number three. The other thing which the blood did for us. Point number three. The blood of Jesus has made us kings and priests unto God. Amen. Has made us kings and priests unto God. Revelation 1, 5 and 6. 5B and 6A says, To him who loved us and washed us from all our sins in his own blood and has made us, Kings and priests unto God, his father. You see, you, when you are cleansed, God made you a priest. In other words, we can worship God. We can go before God and he has made you a king. You can rule and reign on this earth. You can enjoy your life. You can bring the power of God to your situation and your life. Kings and priests before God. But if you don't believe that, if you believe you're a poor little sinner stuck and you you don't have enough power for this and and you can't do that and you just, I'm just a sinner, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to remain that way. And you're going to be a vessel who's been saved but you're not enjoying the power of your salvation. Let's not insult Jesus by, by rejecting what he's done for us. Amen. We are able to worship and minister to God as priests. We're able to rule and reign on the earth as kings because of the blood. Not because of you, because of Jesus. Because of what he's done. And if you believe that about yourself, that you are cleansed by the blood of Jesus, that he has made you whole, that he continues to cleanse you, then you'll be able to live a life of victory like God has designed you to do. You'll begin to take hold of everything the blood of Jesus has done for you. Folks, as we move towards the end of this year and prepare for a brand new year of life, remember this truth. Remember who you are. You're a king, you're a priest, you're a queen, you're a priestess. You are a king and a priest. See yourself as that because of the blood. You are not a victim of sin because of the blood. You're not a slave to sin. You're not a slave to bad habits. You're not a slave to bad language. You're not a slave to bad thoughts. You're not a slave to bad attitude because of the blood. Don't come and tell me, ah, that's who I am. Well, I was born this way. Hey, the blood of Jesus has set us free, amen? Stop trying to change what you cannot change and let the blood of Jesus do it for you. Think of who Jesus is and what he did and say, I am becoming more and more like you, Jesus. Claim it. Confess it. Have communion and remember it. Trust the blood of Jesus to bring life to every area of your existence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And just like your natural blood brings life to your body. Trust the blood of Jesus to bring life to every area of your existence. Just like your natural blood fights disease and removes impurities from your body, trust the blood of Jesus to bring healing and to remove hindrances to every area of your existence that you might be what Jesus has called you to be, made you to be, become who he has made you to be before the foundation of the world. He created you for good works in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Folks, Thank Him for the blood. Thank Jesus for His blood. Amen. And let's enjoy this season, remembering who we are because of what He has done. Let's stand, let's close in prayer. I wonder if you've been holding on to some something in your life guilt, anger bitterness, disappointment. Won't you allow today the blood of Jesus to bring healing to that? Won't you let it go and say, Lord Jesus, I give it to you. You paid such a high price for my life. I'm willing to give this into you. Come and rescue me, Lord. Come and heal me. Come and set me free. In Jesus' name. Come and do in my soul that which I cannot do, Lord Jesus. Pray that prayer quietly between you and God, whatever it is. Maybe you feel you're a slave to bad thoughts or a slave to bad habits right now. Just say, Lord Jesus, today I heard that message. I, I believe in you, Lord Jesus. I put my faith in you. You destroy the power of sin and so... I surrender my life to you that sin may be destroyed. The power of sin may be destroyed over my life. And Father God, you hear, You know everyone in your presence today in this hall. You know everyone listening to this message in this recording. You know everyone's history. You know everyone's battles. Father, by your Holy Spirit, don't you just bring that conviction and release the power of the blood of Jesus upon every life this morning. We want to be pure. We want to be clean before you, God. And so we put our trust in you, Lord Jesus, and we receive and we thank you for your blood because there is nothing, nothing but the blood of Jesus that can set us free. And so, Father, I thank you for that release. That we can leave this place with that knowledge, understanding, confidence, Lord, that we are priests and kings, hallelujah, unto God because of the blood of Jesus. And we can lift our heads and live with joy, live with peace, live in freedom, hallelujah, in peace with God and in peace with men because of the blood of Jesus. Lord, I pray that this will be so for your glory and your honor, Lord. And so now may the love of God the Father, the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be upon each one of us until we see you face to face, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Glory. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your week. Have some fellowship and coffee. See you next Sunday. God bless you. Amen.